and a faithful God. And we're just believing that on this day, this day that we celebrate women, mothers, grandmothers, spiritual mums, <laughs> looking after kid mums, babysitting mums, all sorts of mums, Father, the day that we, we celebrate this, Lord, at the same time we celebrate you. And we pray, God, that we'll come away from this place encouraged by you. In fact, God, we look forward to being encouraged. And in fact, God, we look forward to having some fun in you. Lord, if we're created in your image and we all laugh and we enjoy humour, well, I'm assuming then that comes from you. And so, God, we're going to have some fun with you today. We bless you, give you all the glory, and all the people said, Amen. If you haven't noticed, in case you haven't noticed, whether it's even in our own church, it's Mother's Day. You go into a shopping centre and it looks more like a florist. Yeah? Anyone notice that? Like you walk into IGA, Coles, and there's just flowers everywhere. Everywhere. They're in buckets, they're on stands, they're in the chocolate aisle, they're everywhere. Go today, they'll be half price. It'll be really good. <laughs> but they're just everywhere. It's obvious that it's Mother's Day. So today, Sunday the 14th of May is Mother's Day. And a lot of you may not have been here last year. Last year when we um, celebrated Mother's Day, we, we looked at the fact that God truly created us in His image. And the Bible says that male and female, He created them. And so we were looking at the feminine side of God, the feminine heart of God, the mother heart of God, if you like. Because when we look at mums, when we look at women, we actually see a more complete picture of God. Because if you think that God's just a, a warring Viking, you're missing out his tender side. And if you think if God's just a, a tender mother, then you're missing out on the God that wants to battle for you, you know? It's, it's male and female he created them. And so we looked at that last year. We all thought we had a lot of fun with that last year, quietly. It was good. So, mothers have been giving of themselves ever since our first mum, as far as the Bible's concerned, Eve. We would consider Eve to be our first mum. Probably not Adam, yeah? Eve. And I have to be honest, when I think about what a woman goes through in, you know, childbearing, I'm exceptionally thankful that I'm a man. And I reckon every other man goes, you're right, yeah, for sure, amen, hallelujah, yeah? Um, I, I was going to have a, share a really bad joke, I'll just keep moving. And, and the reality is that when we're talking about kids, raising our kids can be really hard. And again, sweeping generalisation, in most cases, it's the mothers that get the majority of that job, yeah? Sweeping generalisation. I know that's not always the case, but generally speaking. And it's a tough gig. And... And I understand too that on a day like today, we need to be really sensitive. We need to be very sensitive because some of us have had phenomenal parents and phenomenal mums uh, that we still see and we still thank and we still tell them that we love them. And some of us have had those phenomenal mums, but they're no longer around for us to be able to love them or to thank them because they're, they're no longer with us. And the truth is that some of us have had terrible mums that have been abusive and haven't been very nice and really haven't done what they could and what they should have done, you know. And the reality in today's society that we live in today, some of us have not only got, you know, a birth mum, but we have also a, a step-mum, you know, uh, and we could have two mums. So things are different in this day and age, but I know one thing, that no matter the case, Christ's love absolutely heals every wound, yeah, and completes every joy. And so with that in mind... 
I want to take the majority approach and I want to honour mums today. I want to celebrate women today. You know, yesterday's mums, today's mums, tomorrow's mums, past, present and future. Today we want to celebrate them. Now we want to celebrate them because of everything that they've done for so long. Some of it acknowledged, some of it not acknowledged. We want to say thank you, don't we? Oh, we do. We want to say thank you. The unbelievable effort that every mother has ever made. And some of you know the own effort that your mums have made. And some of you, some of you new mums know the, the effort that you go to with your own kids, yeah? And we acknowledge grandmums and, you know, who have had their own and now are investing into the, the next generation. And for those of us that have had that privilege and that honour of having grandmums investing into our kids... We say thank you, because it, it, just, it just relieves a whole lot of burden, you know? We want to go out. Yes, I'll take them, you know? <laughs> yes, you know? They're always there, well, it, so it seems. Really quiet here. Most of you, most of you, must, most of you must have had really bad mums. So I'm glad God led to a healing this morning. <laughs> I know that's not the case. I know that is the case in some, but the majority of people actually have reasonably healthy mums, yeah? yeah? And so we even celebrate spiritual mums, you know? People that have journeyed with God. And, and to be a spiritual mum, you don't have to be 83 and on your deathbed, you know? You could be 16, 17, 18, yeah. 21, having had an encounter with God and walking alongside someone else and just journeying with them in that you know mentoring them or mothering them teaching them what you've learned yeah spiritual mums we honor them because without them some of us would be lost wouldn't we you know mums i reckon model self-sacrifice absolutely and utterly completely and they literally you think about it for a minute mums literally lay out their life in labor yeah you missed that, don't you? You've got to get the picture. Yeah, no. I told you, we're going to have some fun today. You've got to stick with me, right? Yeah. There's always going to be, what's he mean by that? Oh, that's what he meant. Yeah, it's going to be like that today, right? So mums literally lay out their life in labour to bring new life into the world. They do that. Mums unconditionally love their children, even when their kids don't understand. This morning, Mel's having a sleep in. Nathan walks into our bedroom. He wakes me. Dad, Dad. Where's my iPad? <laughs> Let me look into my crystal ball, Nathan. <laughs> I don't know. Mum! Mum! Where's my iPad? Nathan, it's Mother's Day. But where's my iPad? You know, even when they don't understand, yeah? they love them anyway. Now, that actually went on for a while. Yeah? <laughs> you know, mums climb out of bed in the middle of the night to feed their babies when they when some husbands refuse to you know if anybody wants to learn how to pretend to be asleep i have nailed it <laughs> i have nailed it yeah i can teach you that if i can impart anything i can impart that yeah you know mums sacrifice their comfort and often their well-being for their for the kids you know, I don't think there's anyone in this room that would disagree that mums give themselves freely, fully and daily. 
And in fact, I, I want to suggest that a mother's love, in fact, all Christian love stems and comes from Christ because he first loved us. Yeah, 1 John 4.19, we love because he first loved us. And we know that Christ gave freely, fully, eternally, he gave himself on the cross. And mums mimic Jesus. Freely, fully, ongoingly, they're constantly, always giving of themselves. You know? And so, my, my suggestion today that I'd like you to take home is that, like Jesus is a gift, I love the fact that, that Mel talked about um, Jesus as a gift during communion. I, I, I like it when God's on the same page, or we're all on the same page as God, is probably what I'm trying to say. You know, and just like Jesus is a gift, you know, mums are a gift to us. You know, they are a gift that's been given to us. Jesus was a gift from God to us. Mums are a gift from God to us. And so today we want to say thank you. Today we want to celebrate each and every one of you. Today we want to honour you, you know, for all that you've done. <laughs> and for those that are younger, for all, of, for all that you've not yet even dreamt of. So as a church today, we choose to focus on the good. But I want you to watch this video first. Is that all right? Let's hit the lights and let's watch this. And it's okay to laugh. <laughs> there you go. What a great video that was. <laughs> <laughs> so what'd you get Natalie for Mother's Day? Well nothing yet. You know it's tomorrow, right? Yeah. Oh, we have this thing. I take Hayden to the drugstore. He picks out something he thinks his mom would like. <laughs> so cute. see her face when she opens those gifts. So last year, I got batteries and <laughs> this. <laughs> what is that? No idea. But I love the expressions that they make when they think that I'm using the gifts that they bought me. <laughs> <laughs> she loves that thing. And you know the best part? Drugstores open 24 hours a day. Hey buddy, wake up. We gotta go shopping. You forgot Mother's Day again, didn't you? Mine's a little more complicated. Unfortunately, I married into her family's long tradition of epic Mother's Day gifts. Bill, a new car? And now, Mother's Day just makes me sweat. A diamond tennis bracelet? She doesn't even play tennis. France? France? Man, you really overthink this Mother's Day thing. I had a really great idea for Mother's Day this year. Daniel was gonna make this great card. And the glue spilled, and the glitter spilled, and it spilled all over the dog, and that dog will never be the same. 
And as much as I try to explain to Dave that my father's just making up for years of being absent, but he still completely stresses over Mother's Day. And then, then I just panicked. I ended up buying her an eat weeder, a, a feed weeder. Weed eater? She likes to garden. I cannot give my wife something that eats weeds. Why can't I stop sweating? Calm down, my man. Hello? Just think of a gift that reflects who she is as a mother. That's a problem. There is not a gift out there that would even come close to show her what an amazing mom she is. What kind of gift says... No, no! Something about nail polish? Mm. Got it. Got it? I got it! <laughs> you just shot me. <laughs> oh. Mom, have you seen my... Got it. How are you? Could you tell me more about God? <sighs> you got it. <laughs> Thanks for waiting. They let me go today. But it's okay. Right. God's got this. God has blessed me and the kids with this wonderful woman. How do you wrap that up and put a bow on it? She is the gift. <laughs> hey. I heard you loud and clear. You love and appreciate me. That's all I need. No bow required. What are, you, what are you talking about? Your pocket called me. <laughs> Sweaty. Oh, I know. <laughs> drugstore thing we got going on, right? You still there? <laughs> oh, that was pretty good, wasn't it? Yeah. So, on that note, there is no way that you can say thanks to mothers well enough, and he put it so well. How do you, how do you wrap that and put a bow on it? Having said that, though, we as a church would like to do our very best to honour those that are mums, spiritual mums, foster mums, you know. So basically, if you're a female in the house, can you stand? Stand. You may not be a mum yet, but you might be one day. If you're embarrassed, you don't have to, okay? If, you're, if you don't want to, don't. But if you're at least 18 and up, do. Is that okay? And... Is this turned on? Yes. I think anyone who's a spiritual mum can stand because we have girls like Charlotte in Shine 
that are ministering to our kids and they're spiritual mums. So, yep. And um, and God reminded me this week that, you know, we are the hands and feet of Jesus extended, you know, we are. And, um, and the Bible also says that we're created in the image of God. So that means that mothers are just an expression of the love of God. We're actually an expression of Father God. So when we love our own children or other people's children, when we support them, when we nurture them, when we stand with them, we're, we're revealing the heart of God. We're revealing the love of God to, to the entire world. So whether it's kids at school, whether it's our children's kids, whether it's children here, whether it's, whether it's just getting alongside kids that are a part of our church family, we're all, um, we're all mothering them. And in mothering them, we're revealing the heart of God and the love of God to everyone around us. So we really want to honour you this morning because we do have lots of mums and lots of spiritual mums. So we thought this year you could pick your own gift. So instead of just having one gift, we actually got a variety of gifts for people with all different tastes. Okay, because sometimes I love jewellery and I love candles, but not everyone loves jewellery and candles. So we got a mix this year, so hopefully you're all going to feel blessed and spoiled. So we really want to bless you. So please, mums, spiritual mums, please come and be blessed. And you can pick whatever looks good. You can go, I'm having that. That looks great. I and, want that. And so, so while those people are doing that, <laughs> the men in the house, can we clap them? Woo! Yeah. Come on, mums. Just move forward come, and just choose come. a gift. You can do it. Thank you. <laughs> Man, you're not clapping very well. You're not getting lunch today. <laughs> I can tell you that. Woo! It's like the Maya stock take sale, isn't it? Get out of my way. <laughs> we just want to say thank you. And if there's something that you really like and when you get there it's not there... You missed out. Cool. And once they're all sitting down again, we'll try to give you a quick snapshot on how mums are like Jesus. Look, if you get a gift that you don't like, but another mother's got a gift that, that, that you like, maybe see if you can trade. Some of you may be able to make some money. Almost needed some music and someone on the table going like this. Well, you, you're almost done. So what I'm going to do, we're going to jump into a scripture. And um, I want to have a, a, a look at a couple of quick stories about Jesus and what Jesus was like and then compare that to mums. Is that all right? Um, it may be at my detriment, but we'll do my best. So we're going to look at Matthew chapter 14 to start with. The feeding of the 5,000. So um, I'm actually going to jump uh, to verse 15 i'm going to start from verse 15 
As evening approached, the disciples came to him and said, this is a remote place and it's already getting late. Send the crowds away so, uh, so they can go to the villages and buy themselves some food. Jesus replied, um, they do not need to go away. You give them something to eat. Verse 17, we have here only five loaves of bread and two fish, they answered. Bring them here to me, he said. And he directed the people to sit down on the grass, taking five loaves and two fish and looking up to heaven. He gave thanks and broke the loaves. Then he gave them to the disciples and the disciples gave them to the people. They all ate, were satisfied, and the disciples picked up 12 basketfuls of broken pieces that were left over. The number of those who ate was about 5,000 men besides women and children. So we know the passage. We know that Jesus fed over 5,000 people, yeah? But what we also know is the disciples didn't want to. Like they didn't want to. Send them away. Yeah, that's what the scripture says. Send them away. Send them to a village so they can get something to eat before it's dark. They didn't have the capacity. They didn't have the desire. They didn't have the money. They just didn't want to do it. They weren't motivated to do it. If it was up to the disciples in reading that, those people would have starved. Yeah? But we know what happens because Jesus steps in. Now, I don't know about any other home, but that story reminds me of my home. <laughs> all, all the time, particularly breakfast time. You know, the boys are always hungry. The boys always want to eat. And it's normally that they're starving. I'm starving. You've got to hear them. When they whine, there's something special about it that really stirs emotions in me that, that I've never felt before, you know? <laughs> it's like, I'm starving. There's no food. And, and, and you hear them, you know, particularly Nathan. I want some eggs. I want something hot. I want this. I want that. You know, you just, you just you can imagine it, yeah? And what normally happens is Mel's really good because Mel will just say, listen, guys, there's not enough eggs today. There's only two eggs just get some cereal. Dad's bought some new cereal. You know, there's all the healthy stuff. There's Nutri-Grain and Cocoa Pops. And no, no, no. Just have some cereal. And then Samuel will be like, oh, yuck, cereal taste, yuck. Well, you haven't tried the good stuff. That's why I got just right, because it's just right. You know, like I have the cereal. You're not having eggs. That'll, that's my response. And, and you can ask Mel, she'll testify. If you don't want to eat cereal, don't eat. You can go to school without breakfast. Send them away, Jesus. We don't have the food. Yeah, this is me. I am the disciples through and through. But, but like Jesus stepped in, all of a sudden, you get this. You hear this voice that says, No, honey, we can't send them away without food. What do we have? Well, all we have is two eggs and some zucchini. Well, that's enough. And so like Jesus, she steps into the kitchen. She starts cooking. She probably lifts them to heaven. I don't know because when I'm in that state, I don't get close because I'm ready to turn Italian. Yeah, and Italian is just loud and they're about to leave really early for school, probably in their PJs, yeah? And then all of a sudden, there's scrambled eggs that have been cooked with sautéed zucchini and onions and garlic. The fridge was empty. And all of a sudden, the kids are eating the very eggs that we didn't have, yeah, that they weren't supposed to have. And yet, you know, with a miracle, there's leftovers. So I sort of scrounge around the table, you know, the food that I was never going to eat, and there's enough for me and still some left over for Mel or for the dogs. I don't know about you. My, my, my wife performs a feeding miracle every day because I would have taken the, I would have taken the disciples' road. See you later. You know, mums are a gift from God. In the small things, if we actually look close enough, 
you'll actually see that they're a gift, just like Jesus, yeah? You know, in Matthew 14, 25, um, it's, it's when the disciples are on the lake and they see Jesus and they think it's a ghost. And I'll read from verse 27 in um, chapter 14. But Jesus immediately said to them, Take courage, it's I, don't be afraid. Lord, if it's you, Peter replied, tell me to come to you on water. Come, he said. When Peter got down out of the boat, walked on the water, came toward Jesus. And, but when he saw the wind, he was afraid and began to sink and cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately, Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. Ye of little faith, he said, why did you doubt? And then he climbed on the boat, yeah? And the winds died down and they thought, well, who is this person, yeah? I, I love that passage of scripture because Peter steps out in faith. But then... When he starts to think, Jesus is, seeing, Jesus is right there to pick him up. And I reckon the disciples would have thought initially, Peter, don't get out of the boat. Don't do it, dude. Who do you think you are? You're not Jesus. You're not God. You're going to drown, Peter. And so Peter takes a few steps. You know, he would have done what every good, strong fisherman would have done. No, 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 no. You know, takes a couple more steps and he starts to sink. And Jesus is there, yeah? Now, what I see in that is that Jesus steps in to save him. Jesus steps in to lift him up. Jesus steps in to give him courage. Jesus steps in to give him hope. And we know the man of God that Peter became because of Jesus stepping in, yeah? Now, I see this play out over and over again in my family all the time. My kids do stuff that they shouldn't do. Like it takes faith for some of the... Some of the Silly things that they do, yeah? Sometimes they just may have an accident or fall or just something fails. And then you hear it. You hear the cries coming. You hear the yelling. You know, any parent acknowledge kids yelling, screaming, falling out of trees, trying to do a double backflip somersault on a bike on a homemade ramp and they don't, they'd only made it halfway through the first one, land on their heads, bruises, carts, broken arms. Any other parent experience that? I am, I am a wonderful dad. Because when that happens, I'm there on hand like that. I'm right on it. <laughs> Why did you fall? Why did you do that? Look at your leg. Look what you did to your leg. Look at your arm. Now we have to go to the hospital. Whose idea? Was it your idea, Nathan? It must have been. Was it your mates? Which one of your mates was it? Who instigated it? Who started? Like, that's me. I want to get. Who did this? I'm going to fix it. And they're like, ah, they're still crying. Ah! You know, by this stage, it's like, mum, help me from dad. Mum, mum. <laughs> Help me from dad. And so they're sinking there, yeah? Right in front of me, they're sinking. And then, like Jesus walking on water, comes mum. Like, exactly like that. It's like, don't worry, dear. What's wrong? You give me a hug. She, they give her a hug and the pain goes. What's with that? You're like, there's bleeding. There's, there's blood gushing out of their leg. And I want to know who did it. She's like, don't worry, she kisses it and the bleeding stops. What's that? That's just not right. But I've discovered something. The mums are like Jesus. They're a gift just like Jesus, yeah? What about this? I love it. Luke twenty-two forty-two. Father, if you're willing, take this cup for me. Yet not my will, but yours be done. 
you've got to catch the attributes of Jesus. I'm not making jest of what he did, but you've got to catch. See, we're created in his image. You've got to catch the attributes that we carry, the character that we have that's his, yeah? And he says, not my will, Father. I can't do this. I'm broken. I'm tired. I don't want to go to the cross. You know, when someone says, I don't want to do it, it means I don't want to do it. I don't hang, God, to have nails through my hands. I, I know what's coming. I really don't want to be whipped and crowned. I don't want to do it, God. Not my will. I don't want to do it. But if it's your will, if it's your will. And so what happens? Jesus gets up, doesn't he? Gets up over and over again. Against all odds, he marches to his death. The Bible says, for the joy set before him. You know, Hebrews 12 too, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith, for the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. See, we, you and I, are, we are that joy that is set before him. The reality of having a right relationship with us, of us being able to be brought back into his family, yeah, having things made right with the Father, that joy, that exceeding joy of knowing what was to come, he endured the cross. He went there for us. Jesus did what he had to do. And in fact, he will do it again and again and again. He'll do anything for you and I, his children. Amen? Now, again, it just, it's got to be for Alan B. Court because something like this happens in our home all the time. All the time. In fact, just this week, my poor wife had to have a, a, a tooth removed. And I know lots of people get... Um, teeth removed but it was an emergency pull out wasn't decay just happened to be a crack all the way through her tooth unsalvageable needs to come out you ever seen the hole that is left in your gum when a tooth is pulled out it's, oh it's unreal you can see through to bone all sorts of stuff anyway that's another story so mel has this tooth pulled out and then they give her meds you know pain medication and antibiotics all that sort of stuff and she's in a lot of pain on the monday like a lot of pain. On the Tuesday, she's wiped out because of the pain and because of the medication. But there we are. We're sitting at home. We're in the lounge room. She's unwell. She's tired. She's exceptionally nause you know, nauseated because of all the me medication. And uh, while we sit there in harmony as a family, I, I do what it, whatever loving, what every loving husband does. Hun, is there any ice cream in the, in the freezer? She goes, I don't know. Well, you do the shopping, you must know. It's just that I'd feel like some ice cream. Well, why don't you get up and get it yourself? Well, because you're closer and I'm asking you. I'm sick. I've had a tooth pulled out. I, like I can hardly stand. I'm so nauseous. In fact, I'm going to go to bed in about 15 minutes. So I sit there, no ice cream. Suffering for Jesus, yeah? And then it starts. The boys... What's for dessert? I want dessert. I'm hungry. Mum, mum, is there, is there ice cream in the fridge? I want some vanilla ice cream with sprinkles. Nathan will be like, I just want some food. Just I want some food. I'm sick. I'm sick. I told you I'm sick. Ask your dad. I'm not getting it for him. No way. You know where everything is. If you want it, you get up. You walk into the kitchen and you get it. You're nearly 10. You're 10 and you're 9. You're nearly 10. You can do it. You're not babies, you know. But mum, please mum, please mum, we need you. Not my will, God. 
but yours. Mel, not my will, but yours, boys. I'll do it. And she gets up. And she gets them dessert. She's in the kitchen. I can hear her. You know? So did you want that ice cream? Did you want it in a bowl or in a cone? In a bowl, please. Okay, sweetie. Right? She gets all the stuff that they want. She's nauseated. She didn't want to do it. It pained her to do it. The boys sat down, Nathan eating warm food, Samuel having ice cream, me showing ribs in the corner. As I sat there dumbfounded, she found strength, yeah? I was left starving, wanting and being denied. But mums are a gift, just like Jesus is a gift. And when you can find the attributes, yeah, you can see the link. We've got to understand how precious each and every one of you is. Each and every one of you that have had mums and grandmums, yeah? I, I love this. I'm going to finish with this. Because this one I know is exactly what mums are like. Matthew 23, 37. Jerusalem, Jerusalem. You who kill the prophets and stone those sent to you, how often I've longed to gather your children together as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings and you were not willing. Now, I, I love this because we see... We see the heart of God in this, yeah? But often, often when we read this, don't we have beautiful pictures? We see, you know, mother hen, and we see fluffy little chicks. You know, we see mother hen, you know, with her wings, trying to gather her fluffy little chicks. That's the picture I get, yeah? But what you've got to understand about a mother hen, if she's gathering her chicks under her wings, it's because there's a clear and present danger at that moment. She's not doing nice little come here she's gathering them like she's she's gone flat out to get her chicks under her wings to protect them yeah in fact she's pretty rough and abrupt when she's cramming those chicks under her wings now here's a question for all the all the mums grandmums guardians foster mums spiritual mums all of you have you ever had to protect one of your young ones? Just think about it for a minute. Have you ever had to protect them or stand up for them or speak on their behalf? I have seen some weird stuff. I have seen Mel's eyes almost physically pop out of her head when she goes to protect our children. Yeah? Like... You mums are vicious. <laughs> like, I do not want to get in the way. You've got to think about our God. The battle's already won. The enemy's under our feet. Yeah, male and female, he created them. You're like that because he's like that, yeah? I, 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 have, I have heard Mal at the footy. If you hurt my son, if you touch my son, what did you say to him? Why don't you repeat that? I dare you. You know, like I've, I've witnessed that. And I'm there, yeah, come on, that's awesome, you know. And then she turns into a loving mother again, yeah. 
I want to suggest you all have that side and really deep down inside, if we were to explore it, you've all had moments, yeah, mums, where you've protected your children. See, being a mum's not for the weak. It has to be one of the most take-charge roles on the planet. That's why we thank you. That's why we encourage you. That's why we celebrate you. It's just not all loving, yeah? It's just not all kisses and boo-boos, yeah? Sometimes you, you guys are tough because God's made you that way, because that's one of his characters. And that's how he is with us when he's protecting us. Amen? You know, I wrote in the Logos, the moment you were born, a mother was born. Think about it. The moment each and every one of us was born, a mother was born. That moment. It wasn't a mother until you were born. Yeah. So when we think, when we think of Jesus, we, we think of things like compassion and tenderness, uh, that he was a good shepherd, that he loves us, that he knows us, that he heals the sick, that he cares for the unlovely and the rejected, and that he was protective over us. Wasn't it Jesus that said, no one can snatch you out of my hand? Man, that sounds like mums to me. Mums are a gift. Mums are like Jesus. And so today we want to honour you. And today we want to celebrate you. And we want to thank you for all your sacrifices. The sacrifices that are seen and unseen. You are precious to us. And we can't do life without you. We cannot do life without you. And so today we want you to know that we love you. Each and every one of you. And before we leave, we're just going to pray all together. Yeah, for you. Last year I read something and I feel led to read it again because it, it, it just captured the moment for me perfectly. So maybe I'm just reading it for me. But to those who have had children or are having children, we celebrate you. To those who have lost a child, we mourn with you. To those who are in the trenches with little ones every day and wear the badge of food stains, well, we appreciate you. To those who experience loss through miscarriage, failed adoptions or running away, we mourn with you. To those who walk the hard path of infertility, fraught with pokes and prods, tears and disappointment, we walk with you. To those who are foster mums, mental mums and spiritual mums, well, we need you. To those who have warm and close relationships with your children, we celebrate you. To those who have disappointment, heartache and distance with your children, we sit with you. To those who lost their mothers this year, we grieve with you. To those who experienced abuse at the hands of your own mother, we acknowledge your experience. To those who lived through driving tests, medical tests and overall testing of motherhood, we are better for having you in our midst. To those who are single and long to be married and mothering you, your own children, we're praying with you. To those who step-parent, we walk with you in these difficult paths. To those who envisage, envisage lavishing love on grandchildren, yet that dream is not to be, we grieve with you. To those who will have emptier nests in the upcoming year, we grieve and rejoice with you. To those who place children up for adoption, we commend you for your selflessness and remember how you hold that child in your heart. Yeah? You are a gift, a gift from God, a gift just like his son Jesus. Yeah? Why don't we all stand? Because today on this day that we call Mother's Day, we honour you.
all of you. Why don't we bow our heads and um, if there's a female within reach, place your hand upon them and we're going to pray. Amen. Father, we thank you. We thank you for every soul in this place. Father, we thank you for every mother that has been and will be and is. We thank you for those that speak into the lives of so many in schools and clubs, Father. Those that walk, Lord, those that, that mentor and coach the spiritual moms, Father. Those that put up their hands for the broken in fostering, Lord God. Father, we think of the stepmother, Father, we think of them all. And Lord, in this moment right now, we celebrate them. And we ask you, Lord God, to rejuvenate and refresh them. We ask you, Father, to uplift them. Lord, may this be a day not of mourning, but, Father, of celebration. May the, they within themselves see the worth that we hold for them. Lord, may they feel worthy and valued and appreciated. Father, this day we say thank you on top of thank you, on top of thank you, on top of thank you. Thank you for all that they've done, the great things that they've done. Father, we thank you for the sacrifices that have been made. And Father, this day we ask that you, through Holy Spirit, that you would bless them and bless them abundantly. Father, that they would be full of joy, that that joy would be their strength. And every person in the house said, Amen. Amen. Happy Mother's Day.